The results, of, when you work in this kind of way, the result is energy in equals energy out. But the plants are going to survive without you. When you start working with them, I mean, you, you talk to them, and you strike up a kind of a bargain, if you like. You'll do this and they'll do that, and we'll see what happens. And it's working together, and it's very, very difficult. And I'll come on to this a bit later on. When you work with the garden for a number of years, and for some reason you have to move, and you're no longer able to do that, what are you going to do? Well, I'll give you one answer a, a little bit later on in the talk. This kind of magical work, this kind of work with the nature spirits is akin to a very large magical working which never actually ends. I mean, very often if you're doing a magical working, doing spell casting, you know, you get your gear together, you do your magical working, you shoot it off, shoot the energy off, and then you close yourself down and you sit down and have a cup of tea and watch Coronation Street or something sort of numbing. <laughs> Unwinding, you know, isn't it? it's nice to unwind sometimes and change the dynamic and get, and get yourself nice and grounded with some, some activity like that. You know, do a bit of housework or something. Um, this, is, this is like that. Working with the devas, by the way, the word deva is a Sanskrit word meaning a shining being. Lovely title, a shining being. These kind of officials who have other small small groups of nature spirits under their control, or perhaps an entire country under their control, depending on what their, their belief happens to be. And there might be a, an overworking spirit, an, over, an overseeing spirit of an entire garden. And I very often, when I'm gardening, will not only talk to the spirit of a plant, or speak to the spirit of a pond or a flower bed, but I might, on occasions, if I'm going to do, say, weeding all over a garden, speak to the nature spirit, the diva if you like, who has overall care of an entire garden and explain to her, stroke him, but they're genderless really, what I want to do and ask if, can you cooperate with me? Yeah, can we work together with this one? And, and you explain thoroughly what you're going to do because it's a bit off having established a relationship to just charging and start hacking a plant about. The odds are you're probably going to cut your hand or something like that because they're, they're not too happy about you doing that. And also, one should never sort of take the plant, plants in the natural world for granted. This is very true in the case of trees. Now, you can work with trees the same as you can work with anything else. Tree work can be extremely dangerous. You know, you need ladders, you need safety gear, depending on the height of the tree concerned. And even a, a tree of minor height with a small ladder, you can still have an accident, you can still come down, you can still cut yourself and so on. So... It is worth asking for the cooperation. Usually what you're doing is for the benefit of the tree, or you wouldn't be doing it. So you can also say, well, you know, this is, this is for you, I'm doing this, or, it's for the, or for the overall harmony of the entire garden. Will you work with me, please? Can you look after me so I don't fall off the red and break my neck, or you know, fall off the ladder or something like that, or cut myself in quite a serious way? It's worth doing that, because they know what you're saying. Some trees will actually, if you're out <coughs> in the country, and the country is very near to where we are, so I think to be out in the rural environment, for a Londoner like me from Greenwich, and uh, trees will often call out to you. I remember I was camping once in Hereford, and I woke up one morning, it was August, and it was too cold to go to sleep again, down there by the River White, with the white mist floating along. And I went for this absolutely wonderful walk up to a place called Townhope up the river, about four miles south of Hereford City, and there was this gigantic tree, this gigantic old oak, where somebody many years ago put, wrapped a chain round it, and the oak bark had grown out over the oak. So I didn't really have a lot to thank human beings for. 
And as I walked past this oak tree, I started going, Oi, come over here. You know, and I went, went over and said hello to this tree. And they gave it an offering. I used to smoke in those days. And uh, one of the offerings you can do, the trees do like, is for you to put a circle of tobacco on the ground, around the trunk, and the trunk goes into the earth, put a circle of tobacco around it. If you're working in the garden and it's summer, I mean, obviously, a bucket of water is very nice, that sort of thing, whatever's appropriate. And it seemed, seemed very, very happy about this tobacco. And uh, it, it, I, I, I had a medical problem I didn't want to go into because we don't need to, but it said to me, um, come back tonight and put your gut back against me and I'll give you some healing. So that's what I did. I waited and it was dark and I went back and become a friend of mine. And... Uh, they watched while I put my back against this, and we linked hands and made sort of a circle down the tree with our backs to it. And that's some of the best healing I've ever had in my life. It was absolutely spellbinding. It was amazing. So there's that giving, that sort of unconditional love.